Welcome to the Manifesting Mum podcast. My name is Gemma Bernad and I am the Manifesting Mum. Did you know there are 12 universal laws of manifestation? Nope, neither did I until recently. Now I'm on a 120-day manifesting mission to uncover, learn and share everything I can about how to create the life of my dreams and I want to empower you to do the same. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. This episode of the Manifesting Mum podcast is proudly brought to you by the Manifesting Mum free Facebook group, a community of like-minded, beautiful and inspiring mums who all want to create their dream life with courage and confidence. You can join that community by visiting thevillageformums.com.au forward slash the Manifesting Mum. I'd love to connect with you inside that community. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello and welcome to the Manifesting Mum podcast. I am Gemma Bernad, the Manifesting Mum, and thank you for being here. Let me just start by saying that you are absolutely here for a reason. And when I say that to you, I do not say that lightly, okay? You are here listening to this podcast for a reason, and you are actually on this earth for a reason too. And my hope is that through this podcast that you will start to learn and uncover and understand what your infinite potential is and go about creating your dream life. So really, big dreams for the podcast, big dreams for you, big dreams for me. We've all got big dreams and I really want to help you and empower you to be able to see your potential and then to go after it. This is episode number three of the podcast and this is also another foundation episode as well. So the foundation episode is where I am going to share with you the core information that I believe really is the foundation of what manifesting is all about. So this is a really important episode. You know, this is really going to help you to start to uncover and get some clarity around how manifestation actually works and most importantly, how you can use it so it does not use you. And if you have not yet listened to episode number two of this podcast, it is another, it is the first foundation episode. It is all about sharing the 12 universal laws of manifestation. Please make a note to listen to it after you have listened to this one because it's got really important information in there as well. So foundation episode today and today's episode is going to be all about sharing the four critical steps of manifestation. Four basic steps, okay? Now, I want to preface this by saying that there are, it's almost like there are subcategories, I guess, within each of these steps. So there's lots more information to share, but I just want to share more of the kind of, I guess, higher level um, lessons and understandings around these four steps so that you can start to wrap your head and your heart around exactly what it is that you need to do in order to create the life of your dreams with courage and confidence. So today, four steps of manifestation, that's what this is all about. Now, here's the thing with manifestation, okay, is that you are already doing it. Now, regardless of where, and I'm talking to you if this is, you know, if you're is on a subconscious level, like you are already doing manifestation. You are practicing it every single day because you create your reality. You do that. And so you're either doing that consciously 
and for you or you're just doing it unconsciously and allowing whatever thoughts you're having to just control your destiny. That's effectively what's happening. So, you know, this is really just about empowering you with information so that you can start to take the control back. So you can start to take your life into your own hands and not be a victim to circumstance anymore, not be a victim to the negative thoughts, to really stand in your strength and your power to see who you really are and to understand that what you deserve is so much more than probably what you can even wrap your head around at this very moment. It has taken me a long time to get to this point in my life where I truly believe and feel this with every inch of my being. Now, I am not there. I will never be there. We will never be there. There is no there. There is death, (laughs) okay? That might sound a little bit morbid, but that is really what it is. We will never be there. Life is a constant opportunity for learning and growth. There is always another level to go to. And this is really about taking active steps on that journey instead of just being a passenger in your life. How amazing does that sound? It sounds fantastic when it comes out of my mouth. I hope it sounds fantastic in your ears as well. So let me arm you with some information that I have been able to learn about the four steps of manifestation, okay? And what I want to do is is just um, let you know that I have used these four steps with success before, Again, episode number one, I tell you my story. My most successful manifestation experience is my husband and I put these steps into practice without even realizing what I was doing. Now I consciously do this and I am going to on to consciously create some amazing things in my life to enrich what I already have. So the four steps are really crucial. It is so important that you start to understand this. Like any of my episodes, I will always encourage you to take away from this episode what you are ready to learn. Do not get yourself into a ball of stress if you do not understand something. You might not understand something, what we say cognitively, so that's in the mind, quite yet. What is important though is that you are open to understanding, learning and absorbing it. Just be open. Just be open to hearing this. Be open to, you know, believing that there is truth to this. I think that is all that you can expect of yourself right now. And that's certainly all I ever expect of myself as well. So let's dive right into this one, okay? Let me share with you the four steps to manifest the life of your dreams with courage and confidence. And I think those two words at the end are so important. And I'm going to share through these steps why I think they are so important as well. So let me break down. Let me just actually, let me just share the four steps with you straight away. So if you've got a pen somewhere, then you can write these down. Okay. And then I'm going to kind of, you know, go into some of the detail around it so that you can start to understand a little bit about how to put these steps into action for yourself. So the four steps. Step number one, decide on your outcome. Step number two, embody the person that already has the outcome. Step number three, take inspired and imperfect action. Step number four, be open to receive. OK, 
Okay, so they are the four steps to manifest. All right, so hopefully you have written that down somewhere or typed it into your phone or, you know, lodged it in your memory bank or something like that, okay? Remember, you can always come back to this episode, but they are the four steps. Seems simple enough, okay? So, and you know what? I think I really do believe if you tell yourself this can be simple and easy and fun, then it can and will be simple and easy and fun. If you tell yourself this is complicated, I don't understand it, I don't know what to do, then you will be stuck in a place of being, you know, confused, finding this complicated and, you know, not knowing what to do, having an immense amount of uncertainty. So just tell yourself now, this is simple, this is easy and this is fun, all right? Okay, so let's get into it. Let's dive into these four steps in a little bit more detail, okay? Now, the first step obviously is the most important step because without knowing what it is that you want, you do not know what direction to head in. (laughs) So you have to decide on your outcome. You have to decide what your future is going to be. You need to decide on the inevitability of what it is you want. And I really think there is so much purpose in the choice of these words. It is not ask for what I want, you know, beg for what I want, say what I want. You know, there is so much conviction in saying, I have decided that I am going to have X, Y, Z in my life. You know, deciding on the outcome, the inevitability, the certainty of what it is that you that you want, decide on it, okay? And that's where the courage really comes in, you know, to be really confident, you know, in what you want, okay? So, you know, you have to decide on your outcome. So you have to work out at some point what it is that you want. And, you know, I've talked before about, you know, the law of polarity and, you know, if you're a little bit uncertain about what it is you want, one of the first places to start is work out what you don't want, Work out what it is you don't want and then go and start to look at what the opposite of that is. And when I manifested my husband, that was actually where I started. I was looking at the relationships and the people that I was attracting into my life and I was like, well, I do not want that again and I don't certainly don't want that part and that is not something that I want in my future partner. And then I was able to go, okay, well, what is the opposite of that? What is the opposite of someone that is emotionally unavailable? You know, what is the opposite of someone that doesn't have a good relationship with their family? You know, and, and that provided such an immense amount of clarity for me. You know, so that is a really great place to start. You know, decide on what you don't, sorry, not decide, but work out what you don't want, write it down, and then on another piece of paper, do the opposite of that. And then for me, energetically, I would burn that piece of paper because I think, you know, the universe, I think is so sensitive. So if you are putting out there what you don't want, you know, it may hear that. So burn that piece of paper and get it out of you, all right? And try not to go back to that thought process again. Try to eliminate the words, oh, I do not want this out of your vocabulary and out of your mind because the universe does not understand that. It just hears you saying it and it's like, well, that's the seeds you're planting, so I'll give you that. If you're going to keep planting those seeds of what you don't want, then I'll just keep giving you what you don't want. So once you've had the thought, get it out of your head, burn it, be done with it, do not think about it again. All right? Really focus on what it is and decide with conviction, with courage, with confidence what it is that you want, what the outcome is going to be, the inevitability of it happening. That's what that means. Decide on it. 
You know, again, I like to use visualization techniques for this. You know, to close my eyes and just allow myself to daydream. Let my mind, you know, go where it wants to go. Let my heart connect with it. And see what it is. And I'm, I've been doing that for myself recently. My husband and I are blessed to live in a beautiful home that houses our very large family. And he, you know, my husband had this home before he and I got together. And it's a beautiful, beautiful home. But we do have a dream to live, you know, on an acre with a single story home. And with some luxuries that we would really just love to have. That we'll in, we know will enrich our life. And so I have started to literally close my eyes and dream of the layout of this home. I dream of myself walking into it, seeing the aspects of it, feeling what it's like, seeing the light shine in the windows, seeing myself actually living in it, like I'm visiting this home. And that has helped me to gain clarity on deciding the outcome of that home coming into our life at some point in the future and I I know I can see this home so clearly that I know without a shadow of a doubt that we will have that home at one point in our life I don't know when it is because I'm not going to put a time limit on the universe but I have decided that that home will be ours it is inevitable okay so you need to do the same Okay, is so important. You know, allow yourself to dream big. Allow yourself to dream often. You know, allow yourself to be that child and have that childlike innocence where you go into this process with the ideology that the world is your oyster. You are allowed to have whatever you want, whatever lights your soul on fire. And that looks different for everyone. That, that looks different for everyone and that is fine. Your dreams are your dreams. They are not somebody else's dreams. So, you know, stand behind them. Love them. Appreciate them. Dream them often, truly. Give yourself the gift and that is not to take away from being present because, you know, it's so important that you are present and, and that falls into, you know, when I say present, you're present in this moment as well and that does that kind of falls into one of these um, steps in the four steps as well but deciding on your outcome really is about the dream it's really about creating the clarity around what that dream is deciding on it and then taking the next steps to manifest it into your reality so this is all the visualization the mental work all right so step number one decide on your outcome and remember the world is your oyster whatever you want go into your heart space and let it tell you and guide you towards that which you truly desire okay step number two embody the person that already has the outcome I have to say when I first heard this step light bulbs went off in my head because I realized that I am good at the dreaming, okay? I'm really good at allowing my mind and my heart to go to a place of what it is that I would like to create. When I think of my family, my relationship, my business, my life, my health, all of those sorts of things, I find it really easy to go to a place now anyway, I definitely do. Um, You know, it's been hard to allow my mind and my heart to expand to the potential but I'm definitely more comfortable there. 
but where I have struggled and where I'm sure that most of you can relate is in this step and that is embodying the person that already has the outcome that you have decided on. And this is really about energetically taking yourself to a place in the future where you can see and feel the future you living the life or the experience or the outcome that it is that you have decided that you are going to manifest. And this is where I think it's so important. This is when it comes to traditional goal setting, we're really good at working out what we want to have. We're pretty good at working out what we need to do to make it happen. What we're not really good at doing is working out who we need to be in order to do the things we need to do in order to have what we want to have. This is the, I think, I believe in my experience, a step that is most often missed out or there is not enough focus placed on it. Call this the mindset stuff, call this the spiritual stuff, call it whatever you want. I just don't think there is really enough focus on this. You know, we get so good at, as I said, what do we want to have and what do we need to do to have it, but we're just not very good at the who do I need to be part. And this is what, you know, this step is about, embodying the person that already has the outcome. Who is the person? Who is she that already has the outcome? What does she look like? Particularly if you've got health-based dreams you want to manifest? What does she look like physically? You know, what does her skin look like? What does her hair look like? What is her weight? You know, those sorts of things. So what does she look like? How does she feel on a day-to-day basis? And can I just really quickly interject and just give you one really important lesson. If you take nothing else away from this, can I just tell you right now, the person that already has the outcome that you have decided on is not worrying about if and when that outcome will become a physical manifestation because she already has it. She does not have one moment of doubt in her mind about whether it's going to happen because it is there. It is in front of her. She is living and experiencing it. She does not have doubt. She does not have worry. She does not have anxiety about it because she has it already. It's so important that when you think about who that person is, that you most definitely embrace that element of her. She is not worrying about it. And this is a big lesson that I think I've learned over the last few days because I had a little um, little goal I wanted to manifest, which was to um, have 200 people in the Manifesting Mum private Facebook community. Uh, what was it? Like within 24 hours. So, you know, within the next morning. And I started to worry particularly because I had put that out in the public forum. So I started to worry about if it was going to happen. And I was like, oh my God, what do I need to do? I need to make it happen. I need to make it happen. And I was worrying, worrying, worrying. And I had a real battle between my mind and my soul. Thankfully, I have done enough work with my intuition that I silenced my mind and I asked myself what I needed to do in order for this reality to become a reality. And the one message that kept coming up was do nothing. Stop worrying, act like it's already happened and let it go. And so, but I had a real battle with that. I had a real battle with that. So I want to share that with you because I think that's such an important component of the embodiment part. 
So you need to think, what does she look like? How does she feel? What are her thoughts? What are her behaviors? What are even her actions? What's her daily routine? What time is she getting up in the morning? You know, what are her relationships like? What is she doing on a day-to-day basis? Any detail that you think is important to you for you to get a clear picture of who she is, so who this person who's embodied, okay, or who you need to embody, sorry, in order to kind of get into that space of already having the outcome. So think about her thoughts, her feelings, her emotions, her energy, um, her mental space, what she wears, how she's acting, what she's doing, her daily rituals, her morning routine, how much sleep is she getting, what sort of diet does she have. Again, doesn't have to be all of these elements, but it is what is important to you. You have the answer within you because she is the future you. She's already you. It's just you in the future. So you know her better than anybody else. So just sit down and write down, write down who she is. You know, really give some thought to her personality traits, her attributes, her characteristics, those sorts of things. And then once you are clear on who she is, then you need to embody her. You need to become her. You need to be her. You need to live how she lives. All right, now you might say to me, hang on a second, Gemma, the person that I want to be is flying first class around the world. I can't do that. You're right, you can't do that. But you can embody the energy of someone that lives a first class life. You can start small. You can look at things like, is your toothbrush three years old? You know, is that a first class belonging? Is that what someone who is living a first class life would have? Would she have a three-year-old, to- a three-year-old toothbrush that's all tatty and yucky? You know, would she be using, you know, the cheapest shampoo off the shelf? No, she wouldn't. Okay, maybe she's using something that's out of your reach at the moment, but you can take incremental and gradual steps. Okay, so what is important, not straight out, what's important now is not that necessarily you just snap your fingers and become her, but even if you are 1% closer to being her than you were yesterday, you are heading in the right direction. Remember, imperfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. But you do need to start to embody her. And again, one of the first places you can start is by stopping the worry and the anxiety about when and if the outcome you have decided on is going to happen. So if you take nothing away from this embodiment step, just work on that one step. All right, so that is such an important part. I honestly think it is the missed element and the misstep in so much of what we try and manifest and create in our life is you really have to become the person that already has the outcome. You, and if you can't just automatically become her, which most of us can't, I can't, what's important is that you take conscious and gradual steps towards becoming her. You know, one thought a day, one action a day, one belief That's all you need to work on, just something to take you in the right, well, it's not the right direction, just to take you in the direction of becoming her. Now, let me just say that you, we have a default mode, okay? Your default mode is your identity, that is who you are, and that is 
That is based on your subconscious belief system, which is formed from historical events and situations and people and experiences and relationships. So your default mode is who you are right now. So you will automatically default back to that. I'm telling you this because I want you to become conscious of it because so often people say, I, I'm, I hear people say, okay, I can embody this person for a little while, but then I'm going back to this, the doubt and the worry. That's okay. All right, and just remember, the person in the future, she's going to have another set of things that she's decided on. She want that she wants to, she wants to have. So she's probably going to have a few elements of worry and self doubt there too. But you need to start to strengthen your belief and your muscle, and start to, if you go back to that default identity, that you are conscious and aware of it, and that you do your best to take yourself out of it. So just, you know, as I said, you know, be kind to yourself in this process. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be linear. It's not, you know, going to be this, you know, necessarily this easy transition, but it will be as hard as you tell yourself it's going to be as well. So I'm just asking you, be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself in in this step and just do the very best you can, okay, based on the person in the future. (laughs) All right, step number three. As I said in episode number two as well, no one really pays much attention to the law of action. And I think this is where people get really stuck because most of it, most of the focus when it comes to manifestation has been about the law of attraction, okay, which is the visualization, the energetic stuff. Now the law of action comes into play and that is that you must take inspired and I say imperfect action. When I say imperfect, that means don't get lost in the detail. Don't get lost in having to have it all known. You know, just let it be whatever it is right now and understand that it will evolve and change and grow and that is fine, okay? It doesn't need to be perfect, but you need to take action and I want it to be inspired action. You know, what is inspired action? I believe inspired action comes from the heart and soul, not from the head all the time, okay? But that's also the, some of the balance of the masculine and the feminine energy as well. You know, when we're in the heart space, we're really in that more feminine energy. When we're in the head space, we're a little bit more particularly left brain, we're in, which is all analytical. We are definitely in, a, you know, a bit more of a stronger masculine energy. So, you know, when it's inspired, we're really connecting on a deeper level too with what our infinite purpose is, what our soul craves for us, the lessons that we are you know, meant to learn, the growth and the opportunity that is meant to present itself. When we, when we connect with our intuition, when we listen to the whispers of our soul trying to direct us in life, then we are in a place where we can start to take inspired action. And this, I think, I mean, I really have only truly started to not only understand but live this in the last 12 months. And I had a really strange experience last year where after reading an amazing book by Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith called The Life Visioning Process changed my life, truly. It set me on this path. I would not be here right now recording this episode without that book. But I read his book, The Life Visioning Process, which really is a lot of this manifestation stuff as well. And his is very much about visualizing and visioning what it is that you want. And 
I read that book and he encourages you at the end of the book to really to meditate to find yourself in a place of silence and then to start asking yourself some questions you know asking after you've found yourself in that place of silence to go within to ask yourself you know who do I want to be what do I want to do what do I want to have and it was at that point that this voice rose from inside of me that was literally just kept you know yelling at me almost and it forced me when I say forced me it didn't force me but it drove me to get up to my laptop and because the voice came through me and told me that I would write a book which you know I had never contemplated in my life I'd never thought of myself as a writer before um, and it just, yeah, this voice came up from within me and it got me and I, it drew me up to my laptop and I sat at my laptop and I just wrote, my fingers went at a million miles an hour. And I, I can only explain it as in I downloaded information because some of the things I wrote and that I continued to write over the next two weeks. And can I tell you, I wrote in excess of 25,000 words over a two week period just by getting up a couple of hours earlier in the morning, I downloaded information that I had never consciously thought of before. It was a crazy experience, but that was really my first life-changing experience with tapping into my subconscious and my intuition and starting to listen to what it is that I truly had to say, you know, and it was all such supportive thoughts. Like, I'd been so used to being connected with my mind and kind of going between the ego and, you know, just what I thought was, I didn't even know what the voice was, but I just, you know, kept really getting caught in this space of just always being so conscious of my thoughts. And they were always so negative too, you know, always trying to bring me down, reminding me that I needed to stay small, that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't deserve good things in my life, that I had been bad and I should be punished. You know, I was so connected with that, that this voice that came through me that started to experience and share all these things I'd never thought of before kind of shook me to the core but in a really great way and it but it allowed me to experience this unbridled connection with my intuition and something that was really bigger than just me and I guess that's probably where the law of oneness comes into play that we are all one with the universe you know however you look at it I really see that we're vessels to create a higher consciousness in humanity I know that's getting a bit woo-woo and deep but that is my belief system and um, I really believe we're on this earth to raise the vibration of the universe across the globe Um, anyway I do digress slightly with my thought but you know that really was the first time as I say that I was I allowed myself to tap into my intuition and ever since that point in time I have regularly gone to a place where I have just created some silence asked myself a question and either sat at my laptop or sat down in front of my journal and just put pen to paper put fingers to keys and just let whatever come out come forth that's it you know completely unedited some of it doesn't make sense particularly the first few words that come out because you know it's almost like you've got to break down the barrier between your mind and your intuition so you know the first few words can be you know really confusing and and not making sense but then all of a sudden you know the answers flow out of you you know truly what it is that you need to do when it comes time to taking action to create what it is that you that you have decided on creating it's all within you the answers are within you now 
the detail of it, the how stuff, that's not what this step is about. We can get lost in the detail. We really can. And, you know, there's some things that, yes, we do need detail. But what I say to you is let your intuition guide you towards the place where you should be sourcing the information and the detail you need in order to continue to take the inspired and imperfect action that is necessary to manifest your reality. Let your intuition guide you. If you let your head guide you, then you will be living more from a place of fear, which we know is one of the lowest um, vibrations on this planet. And that is not a great place to be making decisions from. So when I talk about taking inspired action, I really want to encourage you to find that voice inside of you that supports and loves you and inspires you to go and take action that is totally in line and totally in alignment with what it is that you desire and what it is you are supposed to reach in your life. Find that space. Allow that voice. She is within all of you. If she is within me and I am no one special, okay, I am a mum of five living in a normal home in a working class suburb in southwest Sydney, I am nobody special. And if that voice is in within me, it is within you too. The only thing that is standing between you and uncovering it is your belief and the noise. So quiet down. You know, meditation is can be such a loaded word because we think that we should be sitting in lotus position, you know, with a nice straight spine, all completely relaxed, zened out, no thoughts popping through our mind whatsoever. And I say to you, it's not that at all. You know, if you are at a place where your meditation is is there, then go with it. But if you are new to meditation or you struggle with it, just find yourself some silence. Be comfortable. Lie down. Stand on your head. Sit on your bottom. Be in bed. Be on the lounge. Doesn't matter. Just be comfortable. Focus on your breathing. When the thoughts come in, say hi to them and just watch them go past. That's how you create silence. And then when you do that for even just a couple of minutes, then ask yourself whatever question you need to ask. And then let the answer come out. Allow it to flow out. It takes practice. All right, this stuff takes practice. But the more you do it, the stronger your intuitive muscle will become. And then you'll be able to connect with it really easily and as often as you need to. And that is what's going to allow you to take action. So, And it's important too because you remember we want to take action. We also want to take action while we are embodying the person that already has the outcome. We're not taking action from our current identity, from our current space. And most of the time, that's where we act from. You know, we're acting from a place of though we, of, as though we don't already have it. And I know that can be, sound confusing because you're like, I've got to take action in order to make it happen. So, but I'm talking more energetically, like take action and do the things that you need to do from an energetic space of the person who has embodying or you know embody the person that's already got the outcome so take it from that space be that person embody her even for five minutes and ask her what would she do okay what would she do how would she do it who would she seek and source mentorship and information from and then allow her to guide you and then 
Go and take the steps. Imperfectly, you must do something in the physical plane to manifest the physical representation of the outcome you have decided. So you have to take physical action. You must put one foot in front of the other. You must take. You must make that phone call. You must do that Facebook Live. You must ask that client for a, a review. You must go to the gym. You must eat well. You know. You must go and see that naturopath. You must take responsibility for your finances. You know, all of those sorts of things. They are the actions that you need to be taking and they are such an important step in manifestation. Okay, the final step, step number four, be open to receive. Okay, now this might again be a little bit like, Uh, hang on a second Gemma be open to receive of course I want this I want this really 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 badly so of course I'm open to receive it and I'm saying to you you are probably not as open as you think you are and this is really a feminine space to come from a feminine energy to come from this is the patience if you don't have patience in waiting and getting on with your life while the universe starts to calibrate and put everything in motion to bring you what it is that you have decided on, then you are not surrendering. You are not being open to receiving. You know, you need to get out of your own way. You need to put the worrying thoughts to the side, park your anxiety, tell fear to take a back seat. They're all elements, particularly energetic elements, all right, of receiving. And let me go into some physical things that you can do. And one of the most important physical things you can do, and this actually goes over to emotion and energy too, and that is to declutter, make space in your life. It's like anything. It's like if you have, you know, a... Your kitchen table is covered in, you know, laundry and you want to go and buy yourself something and you want to put it on that table and there ain't any space for it. What are you going to do? You need to get rid of something and make space for it. Maybe a bad example, but hopefully you get my point. You must declutter your physical space, particularly if you are after any sort of financial abundance or manifesting any sort of money. Okay, tidy up your affairs. Get things in order. You know, create the space that is necessary for this physical manifestation to fit into your life. If you are, you know, wanting to manifest a lifelong partner, but you have cluttered your life with soul-destroying past relationships, you know, or if you are inviting, you know, the wrong people into your life, they are cluttering your space. You are not being open to receive at all. It is so important. So, you know, one of the any any manifestation coach will teach this too, by the way. And I know because I've done a lot of courses on this, and they will tell you to go around and have a look at your home, your car, your office space, and declutter. Get rid of the things that don't serve you. You know, think of it like this. If you are in a business and you want to manifest um, more money in your business, 
You know, open up your top drawer and tell me what does it look like? Is it a mess? Is there rubbish all through it? Are there things in there that don't serve you anymore? You know, if someone walked up and and gave you $10,000 in cold hard cash and they said, put that in your top drawer and save it for a rainy day, would you have the space to put it in your top drawer? Or would you be like, oh, geez, I better clean some stuff out first? You know, go around your home space. You know, look in your wardrobe. Like if you're someone that wants to, you know, have more luxurious things in your life, get rid of the, you know, low rate stuff that's there as much as you can. You know, declutter and get rid of. Make physical space for what it is that you want to physically manifest. And this also goes the same for your mental space. Declutter your thoughts. And this is so true when we want to embody the person that already has the outcome. You know, how can we put and embody someone who has positive thoughts if we have a mind filled with negative, worrying, anxiety-filled thoughts? You need to declutter and get rid of those thoughts. And again, I think honestly, this is a podcast episode, another podcast episode unto itself, the process of decluttering our thoughts and even decluttering our home as well, because there are some steps that you can take to declutter. But let me leave you with one thing you can do right now, and that is to become conscious and aware of what clutter in your physical and mental space you are holding onto. Easiest way to do that, go around your house with a pen and a piece of paper and write it down. How does this serve me in my life? If it doesn't serve me, then make it a, make a list of something of that being something to get rid of. Do the same with your thoughts. When you have a negative thought, write it down. You know, when you speak something negative, same thing. How can you expect positive language to come out of your mouth if you all the negativity is coming out? I can't do that. Or you say, keep saying to your kids, no, you can't do that. And I, this is something I am, you know, becoming acutely aware of when I speak to my children. You know, the language I use when I speak to them. You know, create space in your life to be open to receiving. You know, surrender. There is a time for action then there is a time to sit back and be patient and get out of your own way. You are the only person that is standing between you and the outcome that you have decided on. Now, you can offer me up any excuse, but I am standing by that and I stand by that with my own 20 plus years experience of always being the victim to my life and standing in my way. The moment I took responsibility, full responsibility too, by the way, and stopped blaming everybody else and myself, stopped blaming myself, was the moment that things started to shift monumentally in my life. Take responsibility for what you are creating, what you have created and start to move towards and then surrender when you need to. All right. So, heavy episode. I'm feeling exhausted after sharing all of that because, frankly, like there's so much to share in each of those steps. And I just want to make sure that I'm imparting as much of what I have learned about all of these steps onto you. So, I truly hope you found this episode helpful. I hope It has empowered you with more information so that you can start to think about potentially what you have been doing already to manifest your current reality and more importantly, what it is now that you need to think, believe, feel and do in order to manifest the outcome that you have decided on. So 
you know, again, this episode, you'll take what you need to take, come back to it and listen to it again, and you will absolutely hear something new that you are ready to hear. All right, so that is it for this episode today. Thank you so much for your time, okay, your energy, and for holding space for what it is that I have had to share with you today. I appreciate you more than I think you could possibly ever know. Um, And I'm so grateful you're on this journey with me. I am going to be back again very soon with hopefully another foundation episode for you that you can lock away and refer back to at any time. But until then, I want you to dream big and often with courage and confidence. And please, let's connect again soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Manifesting Mum podcast. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love you to subscribe, rate and review over on iTunes. See you at the next episode.